Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Hello and welcome to this somber episode of This is the Rest of Us podcast. As me and Matt will take you to the most recent recap of the episode, Miguel. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It took me two days to recover to do this. So I I, I just watched it today. So I'm still in uh I have a little bit. If you hear this, that's that's a whiskey glass. <laughs> Trying to cope with this episode. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to go any spoilers, but this is a sad one. <laughs> this is well, this, you know what? Here's my thing with, with spoilers. I was thinking about this. The episode is titled "The Name of the Show." No, I agree. So, like, please don't watch. I don't yeah, listen. Don't listen. If, if, well, that's if why you didn't see it yet. Well, usually what I do is I don't say the ending or like. I'll say, like, all right, if you haven't watched yet, stop listening at this point. Yeah. Because sometimes people might not realize. They might just turn it on and be like, oh, this is fun. And then they realize, oh, wait, I didn't watch this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I usually try to get, like, to the point where, like, right, this is the Miguel episode. We're going to start talking about it in five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler alerts. Do not listen any further. And now we're going to talk about it. How sad is this fucking episode? <laughs> the end Top of five. Miguel. Top yeah. five. And – to definitely top five saddest episodes, and it's like we knew what was happening. Like we all knew it wasn't said, but like we predicted this too. We said it was gonna. Yeah, be. You, you never saw him when they would show. You know Rebecca in the new house. You know you had Nikki by her side, so it was like, I mean, you knew, but the way they took us there. Was an emotional roller coaster, oh. and I, I actually I watched it with my wife. You know, we were super so emotional, I. super so emotional, I. and my wife bore it, boy. <laughs> and I do want to say because wait, before you get into this, because we're talking about our wives, 
I've shout out my wife because now she's a fan. She's listening to the podcast, and she said I don't mention her enough. So let's just talk about our wives the next five minutes. No, All I'm right, yeah, sure. <laughs> if when she eventually hears this one back, she's an episode behind. She's mm-hmm. gonna be like blushing, probably listening to this. Be like, oh, oh god, now he's talking about me too much. But yeah, I watched with your wife. Sorry, go ahead. I interrupted you. And like, it was a good cry, but I felt like there was more in there. Like I needed more that I didn't fully cope with the episode. So I rewatched the last like five minutes the next no, you morning. Didn't. Did you I, really? I don't know why I did. you like a pension for punishment. Yeah, it was. Oh, uh, masochist. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I deleted man. it. As soon as I, did, I was like, I'm deleting this. I'm never watching this episode ever again. You know what? It was a, I was having a rough week. And I yeah. felt like, you know, that episode just got like everything out of me that I needed. Yeah, so I get thank you for that. But at the same time, it was just, it was so sad. It was from beginning to end. It was just, uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's tough. I'd like to go, like, we, as we usually do, we usually start from the beginning of the episode and go on. But just to say from this point, I mean, at the end of the episode, I, I was like teary eyed. I didn't want to, I didn't want to like break down and cry because I'm, I'm, I am watching my wife. I look over. And she's just tears, and she's yeah. like wiping her eyes. I had my daughter on my lap. <laughs> you know, there's nothing about kids. I guess no, it's about kids too in this one. And I'm I'm holding her, and I'm just like, man, this is uh, this is a rough one. But let's, I guess, let's just jump into it because obviously we're talking about how sad this was. You may get tears out of us tonight. Like, it it might on, happen, like on this podcast as we're talking, because this is this is a very emotional one because this is not like. Other times have been emotional because it's in like a relationship between like a mother. We talked about this before. It's like mother and son, you know, father, son, brothers. Like this was like, I don't think they've ever like touched on this, but it was just like the way it was. It literally showed you the beginning of Mel, not beginning of Mel, Miguel's life, but early enough, early on. But him grew up in Puerto Rico, idolizing Roberto Clemente. Um, and then his father has this conversation with the mother. And also, wait, by the way, we just talked about this. The casting is incredible. The casting of the father and the mother, the young version, and then the slight, and then the older version when they're in the when he Miguel's older, and he's talking to yeah. his father. They're the celebrating Christmas. They have the coquito, which I love coquito. Nice. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> that guy, the older version, looks just like the younger version, and the younger version of the mom looks just like the older version. Like the casting is always on point for this. One. On point, on point from sure, from the least major character to like the minor characters all the way to yeah you know the big three it's on point from season one to now and i think that helps you know with you trying to know who everybody is and like where they are in the story so that's i agree the casting's on point all the time it really is and so they see that the scene where miguel's family they have no opportunities there in puerto rico and they decide they're going to move to, as I'm pouring myself another whiskey. Nice. <laughs> you can probably hear it. Everybody <laughs> just hears the background noise. They're just like, what is this guy doing? This guy's really trying to cope here. Um, I heard you open it go. Boop. Yeah, right. It came through. <laughs> so <laughs> it happens. Um, it's Thursday. It's been a very rough, rough week. Um, but so they, they decided to move to America. I think they the next scene of this is that they didn't really. Oh, they show him what his father was working on the. Um, as the a garden, yeah, the garden, and he meets the older gentleman. And he starts to learn how to talk English a little bit, and he's talking about um, Roberto Clemente and going to see the you know, going to see the pirates play and everything. 
And they have the next, I think next scene after that, I think they might show it's Jack and Rebecca, right? Uh, oh, no, no. They think it's showing his father. Because they, they stay with them. They stay with him as younger most of the, the beginning of the episode. And they eventually get to Jack and Rebecca. Right? Yeah, or do they, well, start they, get... showing, they start showing him as older, right? I think with Rebecca. Yeah. Don't yeah, they right. show Jack go into the store uh, looking yes, for yeah. his suit? And yeah. then they meet. Yeah. And they show. I, we're kind of messing up the timeline of this because we're just probably more focused on the back of this. But there are good scenes with him growing up that are like key in his life was the father where um they kind of bookend this type but uh, this thing is the i guess he asked the father i mean at why he's not like proud of him because he's like you brought me to america to to make money mm-hmm. i'm making money i have a fancy car i speak english i also speak spanish and then he's like why are you just proud of me to his father and as far as I gets like what he I think he said like that's a question for it's a very good question, but I don't have the answer right now. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode it ends like that. Yeah. And it's like, man, God, this writing's really good. And I have a point I want to bring up that I'll wait toward the end because it, it'll definitely be jumping, but it has to do with how everything in this show ties together. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's almost like every single I's being dotted, T's being crossed. They're not leaving anything open. And once we get further into like the rest of the episode is when I'll, something I noticed, I don't know if I was looking too much into it, but it was just about Miguel and his life from start to end, essentially. Yeah. And so pretty much to that, they, they do show him older. Take care of Rebecca. He wakes up like much earlier than her. He makes sure he's there in the coffee, having coffee and sitting in the chair. Every, you know, 645, they hope showing that over and over again. And that's a key point here. Um, but kind of want to just like, because there's a lot of the episode. I just, I feel like I want to jump ahead because I feel like not that the episode wasn't good early on, but like it's not like there are some key moments, obviously, but it's just more. I think the back end of this episode was more emotional than the front part of it. Yeah, there were key things, like when they when when they met again, when they reunited. Uh, well, Rebecca. yeah, I, that's like yeah, that could to me that's like sort of the, sort of the back end of it. Okay, so really the front end of it, I would I would say until the part where like he leaves for Texas, yeah, and then he goes to his his father's funeral, he sees his mother, and then God bless his mother, take care of his sister, the disabled sister, till she's she's so elderly and she never once had help, even yeah. though he always offered to pay for it. She always took care of her sister. Like that's that got me. You yeah, know? and you know why? I have I have a daughter ready. I have a daughter on the way. And my wife turns to me. She's like, "You think that's gonna be our girls?" And I'm like, "Why are you doing this to me?" <laughs> I'm like, "Cry." <laughs> like, why oh this? man, that's what this show does. I'm though. like, this yeah, show you know what? I'm like, I hope. Like, God forbid, doesn't. I don't want it to happen, but yeah, I, I want them to be there with each other for you know their entire lives before you know. It's crazy. This this show gets you. <laughs> this show gets you. In more ways than one. I love my glass. <laughs> crying in, crying in his whiskey. I'm it over is. here drinking water. Tears in my glass. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's it's just it's everything about the show, dude. It's it's so like I think I'll be honest with you. I've never watched a show that I think I related to uh, to this one more than anything else I've ever watched on TV realistically yeah 
I mean, like, you know, like when you're younger, you watch shows like, oh, yeah, I would be that main kid. Like, everyone wanted to be the Red Ranger. Everybody thought, like, oh, yeah, I'm the Red Power Ranger. No way. But, I wanted to be the Green Ranger. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> and then and then eventually come the White Ranger. The White oh, the White Ranger? Okay. So everyone wanted to be the cool the, Power the Ranger. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking dragon coming up from out of yeah, nowhere. Who would have been the Green Ranger? He didn't, he didn't have to make a super – his little uh, – transformer thing you have to connect to someone else to like a bigger thing he just added a giant thing he was a yeah, boss yeah. so he everybody was. wanted to be tommy because i mean tommy tommy also got kimberly i mean you know <laughs> he had a gray head of hair too he i think he still does <laughs> good for him but with this show it's so like we were saying uh, a couple weeks ago it's i feel like it's the most realistic but like unrealistic show that there is yeah. because you do see all the problems and all, and everything that they go through, which real families do go through. Yeah. But I mean, they overcome everything, mm-hmm. which doesn't always happen. And it seems like now with the final four, now three, which is insane that there's three left. So crazy. I think things are going to get real to where you're going to see that not everything is going to work out for them. So, but yeah. I, I, I mean, just you I mean like with my family and like my stuff, I relate to this show. You mm-hmm. know, I'm one of three, lost a parent early. So it's like, yeah, there's times where I don't really like watching this show just because of how yeah. emotional that I get. And it's, but it, like, it's good because it, like it, it kind of like makes you realize like how important things really are even though it's just the tv show you know like you watch these you watch tv to escape it's entertainment but this show it just it like it hits you oh yeah it it hits you to where it's almost like you know what to show but it's sometimes it's like wow Mm -hmm. it's like this happened to me like like these are real things happening so it's it's gonna be really sad to see it go Oh yeah, it definitely is. I can't believe it. it's crazy. Only three episodes left. Next episode looks very emotionally draining as well. But sticking on this episode, it is it is funny though. They do have that moment where Jack kind of like Rebecca hated Miguel. Yeah, when they were first friends, they started dating their boyfriend or girlfriend, and he kind of forces them to have a conversation to talk. And it's actually pretty awesome because uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna check out your car." He's like, "I'm gonna do a private view and then watch you sit here." Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that's a good conversation, too, because it's funny because he has that whole thing where he always says everybody's name. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing about that is I actually learned that once in, like, uh sound douchey. But I, in a law class, like, I had a CLE class. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I roll. And they were, like, for, like, marketing or social purposes, like, they were, like, if you're going to introduce yourself to someone, you should always repeat their name back to you because it makes it seem like that you're so important. Like, they're so important to you that you're repeating You understand who they are. And you picked it up. So you give everybody that individual attention. So I get what he was coming from that, but then it was funny when Rebecca's just like, okay, Miguel, that's yeah. awesome, Miguel. And he's like, she's like, he's like, yeah, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, and Mandy Moore, listen, oh. we do this every week. <laughs> First of all, incredible actress because she plays senile. Not, I don't want to say senile, but she's older. I mean, the Alzheimer's Rebecca amazingly well when she does whatever she has like one of those spells she's very yeah. good with it she, oh, yeah so she cool. plays all her life stages on point to where right. it's all right so like when she was older rebecca like it still looked like mandy Moore. 
Yeah, it does. Now she's like transitioned into where it's like you know it's Mandy Moore, but it's you don't have those like recognizable features to where the makeup team is just on I was point. Say it. I was just gonna on say point. That. And even, you know, I was on Twitter and I was looking, you know, for more punishment to like just like <laughs> read people's sad tweets. And someone said the same thing you said to where she fades out that look the blankness in the eyes it's people said you know who had family members that went through the same thing they're like it's it's very on point so like props to mandy moore not only are you a smoke but you're a fantastic fantastic actor and it's just you you know I, i i don't know you can't see because it's you're the only one seeing me but i pause because i feel like it, some people call female actresses yeah. actors, so like I don't. Mandy no, Moore's phenomenal. Give her an award, actor, actress. She carried this season. If they don't win every every Emmy, they have to. They have to. Mandy Moore needs to win either. <laughs> I don't know if they consider her supporting or not. I think she should be a main. I, I don't know. I really know how that how that goes with supporting or not. Like, what's the cutoff? Why you're supporting? Why you're not? I think she's been pretty much not supporting but carrying everyone she should be like she is like the main actress in the show this season she was I the think. focal point of the entire season so i would and first of all the entire series is based upon the show is going to end with her right i, I already know how the show is going to end and i'm going to ball so i don't I, even want to say it yet like that's the <laughs> whole thing like they even said it too that's why like from like season three on they were like this is going to be like she, the way they always wanted it in the show was with like this character. Like this character is the way we've been following along this character's life. Like you always think of it as the Pearsons, but it's really the the life of either Rebecca or Jack, but Jack's gone. So it's more like the life of Rebecca is really what this is us is about. Yeah. So they always made it seem like that was going to be the end of the story. And that's the end of the story, which obviously what the end will there be uh, in this type of show. But yeah, I mean, back to the Emmys. I mean, Emmy should go to Mandy Moore, uh, Sterling K. Brown. Mm-hmm. Miguel should get a supporting because he was incredible this season. Yep. Um, the makeup team should get one. The yep. writers, the screenwriters. Casting. Casting. If I don't know if that's Emmy. <laughs> I don't know if that, if casting directors get one, but they should because the casting director is always amazing. Um, if This Is Us doesn't win one Emmy. I'm calling Will Smith to hit that stage because someone needs to get the sense. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'll do it myself. <laughs> smack everyone at the Emmys. Whoever votes in the Emmys is getting a smack. It's even like the uh, that that meme where the guy just starts smacking everyone at the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. That's going to be me. If they don't and win it'll, every Emmy, it'll be well-deserved. It will be well-deserved. There's like 15 Emmys. I don't even know if there's that many categories, but there should be. Um, give them the comedy one too. <laughs> Fuck it. Make them win yeah. every every single one of them. But yeah, I mean we're going we're going way off track here. But I mean, I guess let's just get to like the crux of what happens at the end of this episode. Whereas, you know, they have that moment where Miguel's clearly getting older. He fell, he had the, he has the bruise, he has the heart issues, doctors have you know stress test. And then the the three kids, the big three, sits him down and just basically like we need to get mom full-time help. Yeah. And he kind of has a defense of it. Well, I don't, I don't want you to, I you don't want to jump that far. Cause did that, what happened first? Uh, you just watched it. I'm still a little foggy from it. You 
Did they uh, reunite again? Because you said that he went to That's the father's before. funeral. Yeah. And then they he, messed each other on Facebook. I think it, that's before the, the big three confront him. All right. So I want to get into you that. Go back because, to that. Because it's just like the whole thing with how just how Miguel's character has been the entire series, mm-hmm. where he just never felt accepted and or whatnot. Him. You know, he's dating Rebecca. He brings Rebecca. Uh, they're together for Thanksgiving. And if you remember when he brought Rebecca to meet his family, they were already against it. Yeah, they were. And then they're together for this Thanksgiving. They didn't tell the kids yet. They're hugging. And you knew once they kissed that that door was oh, open. Yeah, Kevin was coming in. You knew yeah. something. Exactly. And Kevin, was, Kevin was always been the biggest, um, I don't want to say enemy, biggest critic. He's been yes. the biggest critic to Miguel yeah. ever since they've been together. So. And they show that there too from the very beginning. He was like, "No, this is like this is Dad's best friend. This shouldn't be happening." But yeah, that's and it's crazy how throughout the whole entire season, the way Kevin acted, that that's the only time you really heard Rebecca put him in his place, where she's like, mm-hmm. "You're an adult. Act like it." Yeah, that was the only that was the only time you know she really, I guess, went against him in a mm-hmm. way. Yeah, she really put him in his place at that point. Because she's usually very nice to the children. To yeah. Kids. She doesn't really ever put them in, like, or yell at them, I guess. I mean, occasionally, I guess. But not not like that. Especially with Kevin. Like yeah. She doesn't do that. And then, you know, they... They they went through that. Sorry, I, I was trying to process it. Everyone's like, why did this, this podcast just end? Did they just, yeah, they they did a Sopranos on you? It's like, thanks for listening. Yeah. And then then they go into them together, Rebecca and and Miguel. And then they're like what would he think? Like we don't talk about him. Yeah. So it's you know, I maybe Jack would want them to be happy, who knows, but I think seeing how they started was a little weird because mm-hmm. they were younger in a way. I know it was an 8 year difference maybe a little, maybe nine when they finally did meet in person after messaging on Facebook. But yeah, I don't, I don't know the timeline of it, but Rebecca looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> Very attractive. <laughs> Whatever age that is, Rebecca is an ageless wonder uh, until obviously they make her until she's really old, but Mandy Moore looked incredible. Um, <laughs> my wife's like, this is my wife's sitting right now. She's probably like, this is every episode. Could you stop hitting on she's, Mandy Moore for a second? She's like, thanks for talking about me, but you talked about Mandy, Mandy Moore, Moore much more. Much more. Much more. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole yeah, the whole thing is a little weird because it's like because I'm watching it too, and I'm like, man, that is Jack, like that is Jack's best friend, and it's his wife. Yeah. And it's like she spent all that time with Jack. Um, like manly love with Jack, but it's like she's alive, so she has to live her life too, though. You know, like yeah. It's not really fair to her. And I feel like Jack probably would have been because Jack's an incredible person. <laughs> he probably wouldn't be happy for them. He probably would be happy. Like, you know, I'm not there. Why should they not be? You know, why should they both be lonely? Like they both lost the closest person in their in their in their lives. Yeah. He lost their husband. Miguel doesn't have much of a family. He was divorced. His kids didn't really like him. And Jack was his best friend. And there's that scene too where um this is back back when they finally reveal that Jack died that episode where Rebecca tells Miguel that he died 
and she's and he's about to like cry hysterically and she just says to him like you don't get to do this because i didn't do this i have to go in there and tell three teenagers that they don't have a father coming home and that's like a really powerful moment because then it's like miguel like kind of toughens up a little bit but it also shows you that the importance that jack is to miguel's life is just as equal not i mean it's not equally but a very close to equal importance of his life that he just lost a best friend so it makes sense to have them both meet again because of that importance and their significance of Jack in their lives. Yeah. And then the, the reason why they are together is, or they're friends is because of Jack. And the only reason why Miguel hangs around after Jack passes away and gets so close to Rebecca is because of Jack, because he mm-hmm. knew that Jack would have wanted him to take care of his kids and his family. And Jack would have did the same thing if it was Miguel. Oh yeah. hundred percent. So, and that's probably where Miguel was thinking like, you know, he was like a brother to Jack, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know if Miguel had a brother. I didn't. I don't think so. I I don't feel like they, I feel like it, he was the only child. They didn't really show any other children in that house when, like, when he was younger. And then, and then even when Christmas time, there was a lot of family there, but it didn't, it didn't make it seem like he had a brother or sister. Yeah. So the fact that he was alone as a child, he didn't really have that companion, and then moved, yeah. you know, to America, and you didn't really see him interact with anyone other than jack so yeah he couldn't want to say yeah the way rebecca and the kids felt about jack is probably the way miguel felt too just Mm -hmm. you know different uh titles to the relationship yeah yeah i agree with that definitely um but then obviously they show their courtship i just i guess going back to the beginning though it's so sad to see when like they're older and he's like taking care of her it's like, yeah. I know as us, this is probably like, may hit a string here, but uh, a heart string. <laughs> but as I got, we're married, so like eventually I'll get older and it's either going to, you know, it's death to us part. And I get that. And that's exactly what he has that, that moment when he's talking to the kids is like, I made my vows. Yeah. And mine is to be until death do us part in sickness and health. And I'm going to take care of her until I can't anymore. And he has that moment, and it's like, damn, like, dude, I get you. Like, that's something that I would, I'd be the same way, you know, like for my wife. Like, I'd 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd be there. And I think that that part hits me twofold because it's also like, it's, yeah, it's the story, like him fighting to be like, I'm going to take care of till till the end. Either I can't or she can't or she's no longer around. Um, I'm going to be there for her. But also that moment when the, his stepchildren, basically, which they are because they're married. His stepchildren basically tell him, "Like we love you." Like, I don't, like he probably never got that from them, and he always, he always felt that throughout the show that he never ever had that. I'm not a Pearson, so I'm not included. Um, I was only outside, and it was always him, like Beth and Toby, and to get that like satisfaction, not satisfaction, but to get that approval, yeah, for them to say we love you, like this is not. We're not doing anything to you. We're doing this for you because we don't want to see you struggle anymore. And we want to help you just as much as we want to help our mother because you're just that important to us. And that's, that's important. And and that's why I wanted to touch base on when they first found out how they were so against it. And then later on, you know, you saw that Kate, Kate and Randall obviously were more accepting of the relationship than, mm-hmm. than Kevin. Kevin. That was the first time that I think Miguel ever heard 
them say that to him. Yeah, oh, it definitely was because he almost cried. Like. He, he did almost cry. And it ties into what I wanted to bring up earlier to when he was a child and he was watching the baseball game uh, with the, the older gentleman for the house that his dad was working on. He, Miguel said that he just wanted to, to see a game. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to see it. Doesn't matter where I sit. I just want to see it. Then the older guy said, it matters where you sit. So throughout Miguel's whole life, all he wanted to do was be seen. And mm-hmm. he never really was, you know, with his kids. And then, you know, with, with Shelly, with, you know, fuck Pier- yeah, <laughs> fuck that ish. And then with the Pearson kids, he just never, I guess he felt that he was, just, he was never really seen. Yeah. And like, he wanted to be seen, but also at the same time, it matters where he sat. He, not that he was their father, but he was, he was their mother's husband. Yeah, it was still important. a very important life, very important in all their lives. So it's unfortunate that it took so long for Miguel to be seen and then get the seat at the table that he deserved. Yeah, you're right. And that's definitely – I didn't really put those two together, but that makes sense. Like that's a really good explanation of that, of why the, the importance of that moment. So good job, Matt. Thank you. I approve of you. You get to sit at the, you, get, you got to sit at the table. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean that's that's too, and like I said like I I my I both my parents are divorced. They're not you know, I'm not in a similar situation as you, but you know, there are I mean, I know your father is remarried, right? Yeah. And you know, my parents they're not remarried cuz they <laughs> marriage fucked them up so much. they're like we're not getting remarried. Uh, but they have their, you know, they have their their significant others and um and that made that's why like that moment where they're telling them that we you know we we love you is twofold for me cuz one I was saying it was the, you know, as I explained before Miguel and everything, but was also that like the feeling of you know of that like I I have a stepfather and it, not a stepfather, but I have like someone who's like a stepfather. Same. And it's like, yeah. You know, know so you it's mean. like that relationship for him to get that validity, you know, it's, it's, it's important. And it's like, you know, my mom's boyfriend's just part of our family as anyone else, you know, and, and that's how we always bring him in because it's always important to, uh, you know, do that for people who, some people aren't like that. Like you see Kevin, like Kevin's not accepting of that. And so people are, and like, it, yeah, is it at first very hard? Yeah, because you know your parents divorced, or you know it's it's difficult, but it's something that you have to grow up with. I'm kind of rambling here, but I think <laughs> people get what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, like, yeah, like we show that same validity to anyone else. Like you're part of our family. Like it's not like we don't leave you out of pictures. You know, you're in the pictures. <laughs> you know, like Randall's girls during Kate's wedding. Yeah, like I would not do that. That would not go well. <laughs> Um, a little rambling here, but I get what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying not to be yeah, no. emotional or as personal because if I get too personal, I get too emotional. So yeah, then we got to, it's just the validity <laughs> of showing it. I get that because that is important to someone and I've, I've, it's done, been done before in my personal life, I guess I could say as you know, and I don't want to say exactly what I've said before, but it's there. And it's just the fact that I've said it, yeah. it shows that to him, it was that it was that important. So when I saw that again, and Miguel was like, I've already had this moment. And it's very important for someone who is like Miguel to hear that. And I think that it kind of gave me validity <laughs> in my personal life because I was able to have a conversation similar to that 
and then may not have a response from it, but to know that it is accepted and it's yeah. like appreciated by someone who may not have felt for the whatever, how many previous years they've been here that they were not seen or appreciated or even, uh, you know, accepted into, into the family. So I've rambled about that. Hope I got it out pretty decent. I think you got me, right, Matt? You got it. I did. I got you. I had to mute because right. I coughed, but I got you. I just, um, I just, I try not to go as too far into personally in my life because I like to keep some stuff private. No, yeah, and, and it should be private. And it's like, the, and and there's different ways to to do that to make someone feel accepted or for you to show their appreciation to them. And I don't. During that episode, Randall said, "You know, we love you, man." Kate goes, we do. We love you. And Kevin was like, not in his head. Mm-hmm. Kevin never really, you know, mentioned that. Because I think, I don't really think he even, does he even say I love you? Like, does he, who has he even I said it to? I don't think he said you know? it. You yeah, know? I, I, th- yeah, I don't think I've ever heard him say the words I love you. You know, nah. so it's. But, but there's that, the redemption part of it, though. Yeah, okay. he, he, he does it with his gestures. You know, yeah. he. He flew to, I think, probably Texas, where the kids I still live. I think they live in Texas because that's why Miguel yeah. moved to Texas to be closer to his kids, and they never accepted him. Yeah, and then you know he spoke to his son. I don't, I don't remember the son's name, but he spoke to him, and he just thought I said, "Hey, man, listen. If you have any unfinished, any unfinished things with your dad, now would be the time to do it. I don't yeah. think he has much time. Take it from someone like me. You know, you don't want." to leave things unfinished mm-hmm. and the son's like well what do you want me to do with that and kevin said the perfect response he goes whatever you want you know yeah. i'm just i'm just letting you know that it's time's running out essentially and yeah. you know i think and then they they fast forward to christmas mm-hmm. they're all sitting there opening gifts miguel's sitting you know watching his grandkids and, and, you know, his son, everything, you know, grandkids, son, everyone's happy family. And, you know, Kevin puts his hand on Miguel's shoulder as Miguel is looking at his kid. Miguel looks up at Kevin and it was, I think that was like Kevin's way of saying, I love you. And like, thank you for everything. Cause, cause even when Kevin was talking to Miguel's son, he's like, he goes, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what the kind of person or kind of dad, you know, Miguel was. Then Kevin was like, I don't even really know much about about Miguel. His life, yeah, about his life, and no one did until this no. episode. And yeah, then- no one did. We're the same boat as Kevin until this episode. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, 
and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I always liked Miguel. I always felt that he got like the shit under the stick when it came yeah. to the Warren. to the kids. Yeah. And this episode made us fall in love with him all over again. Only <laughs> <laughs> to rip our heart our hearts out. God. Set it on fire and spread it on a tree and in Puerto Rico. That's what they did to us. <laughs> he really did. And it was he was so I guess lead up to this episode. So was, before we watched it, I was talking to my wife about it. And she's like, but Miguel's at the house. At the end, I'm like, no, he's not. She's like, but there's the older person there. I'm like, no, but they panned over and the show was Nikki. And it wasn't Miguel. So she turns to me and she goes, oh, yeah, he's going to die this episode. Yeah. <laughs> she like, so before we watched, she's like, oh, yeah, he's going to die. And then we're watching it. And there's only like, I think it was only like three or four minutes left. And she turns to me and she's like, I don't think I'm going to kill him this episode because there's not enough time left. And I'm like, I'm looking at her I'm like, they're not, it's, there's plenty of time. Cause they, I felt like they weren't going to make it. First of all, it's already been emotional enough. They weren't going to make you sit there at like Miguel's deathbed and have like yeah. Rebecca forgetting where Miguel is or, you know, the kids saying their final goodbyes to him. Like it was the way they did. It was perfect. That it was, they showed him after the Christmas, he was holding his cane, you know, walking over to the tree. He had his entire family there. Everyone's smiling and laughing and, they're at the cabin and it's like, it was just, and then they pan to the tree and then eventually when they pan back down, they're spreading his, well, not spreading his actually like Rebecca's. Well, I, to give time, just to give like a timeline, they pan to the tree. It's a fully bloomed tree. Yeah, there's yeah. fruit on it. And well, no, then when Aaron first, then it's fully bloomed. Yeah. And then, and then I guess he, he died in the winter because then the tree was dead. No, the or, tree. Am I? I have it reversed. It reversed. It was the winter time because it was at the Christmas. It was Christmas, right? Right. That they show him and they look up at the tree together and they're walking and he's very happy, which is like I guess also like even makes it more emotional because at that point he was just so happy in his life that like he finally got what he wanted. He got a place where he belonged. You know, yeah. like he even said that before when he meets Rebecca again is that the only time he ever felt homesick was when he left Rebecca and the kids, uh, you know, after Jack's passing and he moved to Texas. So it was like, he finally found that home and the acceptance where he's always been pushed between two parts, whether he was Spanish, whether he was English or American, you know, Puerto Rico, America, uh, you know, being a Pearson, not being a Pearson. So it was always, he was always in between, but it was when he found that, that, that special time with Rebecca that made him home. And that was like where he was the happiest basically. And then, they pan up and they come back. The tree's fully bloomed. And they come back down and it's clearly the funeral because uh, you know Rebecca's all black. The kids are all black. Rebecca not knowing what the hell is happening to, which is yeah. I've even worse. I, I think that made it worse too because it's like she's not gonna mistake. I don't think she's gonna mistake anyone for Miguel like she did with no. Jack. So it's almost like in a way. <laughs> like like Miguel, it's almost like in a way like Miguel's. It's like you're it's like you're sneaking in like a soda to the movies. <laughs> so you're trying to cough while you open up the can. <laughs> I'm trying to do it so slow you can't hear it, and then as soon as it pops, I 
hear you laugh, and I'm like, oh, everyone just heard that. Um, uh, sorry, I totally messed up your point. I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, but, um... I remember what you were saying either because I was distracted. Um, it, sorry. Miguel was finally seen, and he was just he was happy about it. You know, it's. I, I think maybe he was at peace because he knew. Rebecca was was being taken care of in the end. Everything, you know, he fixed a relationship with his with his kid, and he got to meet his grandkids, spend time with them. So he got to do things a lot of people don't get a chance. He atoned for a lot of his mistakes that he made, and it's almost like everything, everything, you know, worked out for him in the end. And I just remembered the point I was making is that. They're spreading his ashes on the tree, and then oh, it's yeah. like she doesn't know what's happening. And I yeah. feel like this is, aside from the kids mentioning Miguel, I don't see Miguel being a part of the story anymore. It's now going to be. I feel like they're going to bring the focus back to to like Jack more, in a way, because I I I think I think I know how the episode how the series is going to end. Based off of like Twitter and people saying, "Oh, our last day filming," it's like, ah, damn it! I'm like, if I what I think is going to happen happens, I'm going to have to take a personal day that Wednesday because <laughs> I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be emotionally stable no, to we'll, deal we'll, with it. We'll get to that because I do want to hear it. I want to hear your conspiracy, what not conspiracy theory, but mm-hmm. what your theory is for the ending. So I do want to hear that in a second. But all right, I, that yeah, that last scene. Is just, I mean, the fact that it's the Pearson children spreading his ashes them at the, by the by the cabin which their father built. Once again, I think also certifies like we're putting him into the place that he belonged in, which is like mm-hmm. what I said before is that he was always between between two places. But the fact that they buried they uh, buried him, but spread his ashes on the Pearson property made it seem like he was part of this family all along. That he always yeah. had his home. And it was here, but then they also went, and then Kevin and the son go to Puerto Rico and spread, spread his ashes there as well, which is like they bring him back to where you know where where he's where he started and yeah, where and where he ended. You know, not to sound harsh, but mm-hmm. you know where his life began and where his life ended is where they spread the ashes. So it's that I liked. The one thing I do want to know is, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm going to tweet this out because I I want an answer. I really hope Miguel was able to see Roberto Clemente play. Yeah, I don't know if they don't really say that whether or not. Yeah. You know, like name like a little like thing to like where they're at the bar that's on and he just says, Oh, I really gotta ch- I really wish I saw, you know, Clemente play, but who knows? But just just a little thing, because I'm yeah. I like I'm team Miguel now. I think maybe Yeah, this gonna, one I got I got I got a little heat from from this from from the wife, but I said after watching this episode, I think Miguel's better than Jack. Oh, I said, I don't know about that. I'm like I'm on. like I said it. I'm like you know nah, what? I'm like, listen, Miguel's a very good guy. I agree with you there, and his car, his character arc arch arc arc yeah was uh, <laughs> I messed up <laughs> rest of the words. And my wife's gonna make fun of me for this, just so you know. <laughs> don't mess up any words because you will get the wrath of my wife. Because <laughs> she's very funny. I was, we were laughing about you. You messed up, mesmerized. Most of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and then she goes, and she, I was like, oh yeah, he couldn't pronounce it. She goes, 
well, you couldn't pronounce whatever word it was. Oh, you, I forgot what word it was. And she's like, well, you couldn't figure out what this word was. Who are you to talk? I'm like, we're we're putting ourselves out there. Where are you to talk? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she's gonna get a lot of love. Actually, no, she she had my back. So she maybe did. she was like, who are you to laugh at, Matt? <laughs> maybe she we, we should have her like on the side and just be like it's not how you say it and we're like oh, oh how do you say it and i'm like oh okay and then you know what i was thinking i don't know if they'll do it we'll talk about this all okay. i was gonna, no we'll talk about it now i don't know if they'll do it but after the season series finale tuesday night because i'm gonna have to watch it live i'm not gonna i'm gonna have to, we'll have to watch that day and we have to do immediate reaction maybe okay. they'll watch join. maybe they don't Maybe they will. Well, I was gonna say no because she's. But maybe they will because she always says that she listens to it. She's like, I want to chime in and, and like either make your point bad or may, or agree with you. And she's like, I can't because I'm listening to you on a podcast. And I'm like, Well, you, you can. You live with me. <laughs> Just bring it up later. Um, I would like that. I'll, I'll talk to her. But Miguel's yeah character arc is um incredible from the because. Even I like I had the same reaction as Kevin when you first find out that that because they, they didn't tell you Jack died early on 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 the show until later on you see that she come walking in with the Becca comes walking walking in older and she walks in with a man but we don't we don't know if it's Jack yet yeah and then you have and eventually you do see Miguel and I'm like that's weird I'm like that's weird that his friend died and he married his wife. But we didn't hit the full story yet. We didn't know how Jack died. We didn't know when Jack died. Yeah. So at first you're like, man, this is weird. I don't like this at all. Like, I didn't like it. And then like, eventually as time moved on, you figured out when Jack died, how much time passes. And then when they got together was you know, when Tess was born, which is obviously much after uh, Jack's death. And it's like you're probably get more accepting of it throughout the show, right? I mean, yeah. do you feel that way too? When yeah, I feel like the more you see something, especially in different views, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm like, this works. Mm-hmm. And then for anyone who wasn't, who, for anyone who was against Rebecca and Miguel, watch this episode, and I guarantee you, you you're on you're Team not. Miguel. There's yeah. there's no way you're against against it. No, no, I've done that. Yeah, now the point's like, man, Miguel was like actually a really good character in the show. Yeah. And he he always was like funny because he always like broke up that humor, like he always brought humor and broke up the tension and it was funny. But now you got this like the, this episode you get to see his life and the more emotional part of it, and it's like, yeah, it's this is he's a good character. I I don't, I don't hate Miguel. I don't I never hated him, I never really disliked him. But never I was first I was like he was he, like, he he wasn't fully understood exactly because they don't show his they don't show his life until now. But even throughout the show, he's gotten better. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like him. But after this episode, I love Miguel. Uh, <laughs> team Team Miguel all the way. Well, I mean, Team Miguel against Team Jack, no. But... Well, no, just just, just <laughs> Team Miguel. I mean, you could like you, – you, you could play for both teams. You know, you could like <laughs> Team Miguel and Team Jack. What teams are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> team um, Rebecca. Because, I mean, she got – she struck gold twice. She did. She did. She's a very lucky woman. Actually, and I think like, they're both very lucky men. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I think she looked great. She was like, what, 50? When she was the kids. With She's like, great. Yeah. She's like, great. yeah. Uh, for that Thanksgiving episode where she's like kissing Miguel, like, 
she didn't and it, 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 it's almost like she got like her life back in a way to where because yeah. when when she was younger and she was dating that boring guy matt which is yeah. not all matt's that matt was boring. boring oh and that matt was boring that's right matt, only that boring. matt was boring not me i'm not boring that matt is boring and just didn't Matt's seem a like, bad rap. <laughs> she didn't seem like herself. No, you know, she like she like but like when she was with Miguel when they reunited again, it was almost like that like the love ignited in her again mm-hmm. to where she almost had it with Jack. And I think maybe the reason why I said Miguel's better than Jack, or I preferred after this episode Miguel over Jack is we got our time with Jack cut short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, true. thanks to a faulty crock pot and Kate's stupid dog, we we got our time with Jack cut short. No, but he had a heart condition on top of that. I mean, the smoke inhalation didn't help. You no, know, didn't help. when he had his heart attack. But no, yeah, it absolutely, it's you know, we in a way we saw what Jack would have done with Miguel because Miguel was constantly compared to Jack. All the mm-hmm. time, even even Shelly, when they were fighting, when they got divorced, she's like, well, why don't you be more like Jack? He's like, well, I'm not like Jack. And she's like, I know. So it's like mm-hmm. the guy's always been compared to Jack when he when he, I don't think it was a fair comparison because he always did the right thing. I felt. Yeah. It wasn't you know, fair. like, you know, it's. And even when they're older, too, like what he did was. Jack would have 100% been there for the same way that Miguel was. So he kind of was like the, I want to say Jack 2.0. Is that, is that fair? Okay. That? That's fair. Instead of saying that he's better than Jack, we'll say he's Jack 2.0 because, yeah, our time with Jack was cut short. Um, but he definitely fills that <laughs> shoes. I think he filled, because that's probably what it was is that Miguel had to fill the shoes of Jack, which he felt like was impossible because of the kids. Yeah. But he filled those shoes. In his final moments, the final years with Rebecca, well, I don't know how many years it actually is because they don't ever really give you timelines or years or ages and stuff. Hate here. it. Hate it. But you would say from the minute they reunited, actually, since the minute Jack died, he stepped up. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think he definitely filled that void for them and the kids. And I think he's definitely Jack 2.0. I'll, I'm, I'll agree with you there. He's Jack 2.0. Won't say he's better than Jack, but he's definitely. I- I was in my feelings when I said he was better than Jack. You know, I was <laughs> yeah. sobbing. I couldn't breathe. I had tissues everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> it was tough. So it, it it really was. And I think it was. I think what this was really got me was the getting old as a couple, as like a married couple. Yeah, getting old, and then the Billy Joel song didn't help. The Billy, oh, no, no, it did. It, it's perfect. The perfect song because I was Billy like, Joel's amazing. I didn't think it would actually be Billy Joel. I thought maybe it would be like a cover of it. So like when I heard it was actually like the Billy Joel, Joel I was like, yeah. oh, I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, everyone loves this show. I'm like, I'm they're gonna, sparing no expense. <laughs> I'm going to turn the way to home on the way to work tomorrow and just cry. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's, it's going to be a Friday. Don't do it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It was very emotional because it get an old thing. And I, I didn't want to. I was going to say it, but now I can't. <laughs> I was just saying, I got emotional tonight because I put my daughter to bed and I'm just like, don't get older. Like, you're just, like, just stay this age. Like, I don't need you to be any older. 
I was like, this is just this time to sort of keep it. Yeah, I'm getting emotional, but you want to, I guess it's like, you want to just freeze time and just make it stop. And that's what the show does to us. I mean, I know not just us. I know there's other people out there from what I've seen on, on the social medias that this show just, it, like it hits home, you know, it it doesn't have to be every single thing, but but Matt, you could, you could attest that these eyes are watery right now, right? They are watery. It's, it's not from the whiskey. It's not. It's. I mean, we're just emotional guys who are in touch I mean, with happens. their feelings. You know, we're it's, just. And you know, it's. I'd rather it be more personal. I feel like people appreciate that too. Is like yes, because I feel like they also probably feel the same way. Um, when it comes to like these type of shows like this, but I feel like it, we, I think we were more. I think we were more personal this episode than any other episode. So hopefully, everyone who listened before really appreciates this episode because this is a really good episode i think and we're going long this time usually we only do about 40 45 minutes but this episode hit is so hard that we're going long so if you're still listening we appreciate thank you, you. <laughs> thank you but we're gonna get we're gonna be we're gonna wrap up with miguel because i can't do it anymore i'm too emotional um matt your theory how the show ends we have three episodes left i want to hear so i don't I don't know how they're actually going to fully end the show, like the last scene or whatever, but my theory is, is that you're going to have Jack meet Rebecca to grab her hand, you know, you know, walk her like to the light through the pearly gates, what, however they, they plan it. And I think somehow, some way, like, you're going to see like Miguel there or whatever. Like maybe like, it's like the three of them meet, they hug because Jack has to be involved somehow, some way with, with me and Rebecca saying, Hey Beck, it's time, you know, it's okay. Like, you know, come with me, let's go. Because, you know, they just finished filming their final scene, both of them together. They started on set together and they ended on set together. So if you're going to do that, I feel like the only proper way to say goodbye to everyone's favorite mom and dad on TV is that Jack is going to like guide her through the gates and maybe Miguel's there. Maybe he's not, but like, I'm thinking like, I don't know how I would feel without Miguel being there after the the Miguel episode. So yeah, my, so my question is, She promised for the for the rest of her life and all of eternity with two different men. What what happens when you get to eternity? <laughs> she has some explaining to do. Jack's like, <laughs> he's gonna welcome her into the light, then he, then he's gonna be there, and then Miguel's like, oh, did did you not did you not know she she promised eternity to me? And then Jack's like, no, 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 like I was at first, like she promised it to me. It's actually gonna end. It's actually gonna end with Jack meeting Rebecca and be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I didn't approve this." I'm like, "Of all he's like of all people, Miguel. Miguel, how dare you? <laughs> it's my best friend. I would never approve of this." She's like, "She's like, oh, I thought it was okay with you. you want us to be happy? I didn't know that with him." <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, think that's how it's gonna end. And I don't know if you caught the scenes for next week, but it seems yeah, it's that the, it's the family meeting episode, right? <sighs> You know, Kevin and Randall always they always fight. butt in heads. They both want the same thing. They want what's oh, yeah. best for their mom, yeah. but uh, it's, 
it's not their decision. You know, that's yeah, when that's Kate steps in. Well, and that's why Kate's start. in charge. Yeah, exactly. Bug. Hey, bug. <laughs> and then did you see the scenes? Or I don't know if your DVR cut it off or. You know, I, DVR, I don't know why I don't fix it. <laughs> I saw most of it. I see most of it. I see the they're they're all like it's like oh the big decision needs to be made and they're family meeting family meeting yeah the family meeting which I get I mean that makes sense yeah. it's, it makes sense now when they said family meeting was about Rebecca and about how she's going to be treated and I feel like the argument's going to be whether or not she should be treated and put her into a home or to keep her in the house right well Randall actually said in the scene that he wants her to move in with him. And then Kevin's right, like, right. That's that's, right. Yeah. yeah, that's not what she wanted, you know? And he's like, I'm going to do everything I can to like honor her wishes. That's not but, what she wanted though. We, knew, I don't, we know the time she wanted because she had the episode with Randall when she said, I picked Kate to be the decision maker after Miguel. Yeah. Because I don't want you to spend the rest of your life taking care of me because you've done enough in your life. Exactly. So, and the point for the house was for Rebecca to live there and mm-hmm. – go through the whole process there. So that's why Kevin built it. Yeah. So, and Oh, by the way, Kevin's married, which, you know, they didn't mention or anything. He I didn't just realize had, he was wearing a ring. He had a ring on and, you know, and oh, Sophie, don't say it. Cause we already got, we're going to get enough trouble with the man anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we can't he say he was just married and, and Sophie was in the episode. Sophie and, happened to be there. Yeah. No one, no, one, no one can see this video. Yeah. But I may or may not have winked. Attracting <laughs> Sophie. Damn, we can't, we can't hide it. Can't wait to hear that back. Yeah, I mean, but, but um, I think we really dissected this episode enough. I think we shared personal stuff as well. Um, and I think, I think I don't, know, I don't think there's anything more to say about this episode. I think I honestly want to say this might be. It's might be weird, but it might be one of like my top three favorite episodes. Yeah, it's definitely within my. I, I put it in my top five because I can't really remember all the other episodes for how emotional this season has been already. Well, like the first episode, first of all, is probably number one in my eyes. Like the show. Oh, the very first episode from the jump. Oh it? yes, how the they reveal? did that. The whole time thing. The timeline, to where... was, like you thought it was originally. You thought it was going to yes. be. They're all on the same timeline. Yes. And then you then end up being the Jack and Rebecca are their father, mother. It was like, holy <sighs> shit. Mind blown. Right so, there, I was hooked. Yeah, top uh, that's my favorite episode ever. Because that was like the way they did it too. They dropped clues. I actually watched that episode twice and they dropped clues throughout it that show that it is because if there's an email from Randall, if you're watching it, if you pause it. And it says, hey, bro, how you doing? And it says, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Damn. Are, are you going to make me now go back? I can't do that. You have to go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. Once, once the show ends, I think I'm going to give it a couple of months. Then just dive right back in and start watching it again to see, like, what I missed. <laughs> and the like, cry. Like, what not. Yeah. It's to constantly cry. But- Actually, I'm going to give a shout out real quick before we before we uh, wrap up. CR. I, I I called her CP last time. She's like, I'm married now. It's CR. Oh, right, right. Actually, so, you, know what? you said CP. And I was like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot she got married. So for CR. So all because we were drinking at that wedding. And it was a great time. So thank you, CR, for yeah, inviting th- us. 
Thank Actually, you know what? Great time. Thank you, RR, for inviting us because I was on the <laughs> groom side of the wedding. <laughs> Where did I sit? You sat oh. during the wedding. You were during the actual ceremony. You were on the other side. I was taking I was taking yeah. pictures, which was not a good idea because yeah. I was like four trulies deep by the time we got there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't do beer anyway. But <laughs> CR. CR, she calls this show instead of "This Is Us." This is sad, and that's oh, all I it's been. That. That's all it's been. So yeah. CR is right. The name is of the show is "This Is Sad" because it's just an emotional roller coaster, and there's three more stops left. So hopefully we can make it through it and hopefully all of you can too. So, so I'm actually looking forward to the spinoff. It's going to call it this is bus. And it's just William riding a bus every day. Sad. <laughs> is he high during this time or is he, it's going to be, it's going to start with him before he used drugs. Okay. And then when he used drugs, this is bus. And then he went back to using drugs. That's a lot and of then- stops. There's a lot of subs in that bus, but it's about well, this is bus. It's uh, I'm I'm actually going to help co-write it. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> but like, so what's this episode about? William does a lot of drugs <laughs> and then rides a bus for 45 minutes. I don't think there's an episode two after that. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's not. It should be though. But we're almost at an hour. And I don't like keeping this one long, but we had to go extra. We had to go extra. We did overtime for Miguel because he deserves it. So he definitely deserves it, and you guys deserve it as fans. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Thank you for joining us, Matt. Thank you, thank you Anthony. for being here. Yeah, three more episodes left. And three more, and we are all sad. Oh, actually, I picked up a song. Last time I played a song, and this one is for Miguel. So we will play this song. To let me just make sure the volume's at a decent level. I don't want to make it too loud. Yeah. We'll have this song play you out. <laughs> this is Dirt by Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> because uh, I want to fast forward a little bit. <laughs> Here's that part. <laughs> this next course, on uh, this next person. That says it all. Someday you, you, you came from it. Someday you'll return to it. So, Miguel, rest in peace. Thanks, Miguel. <sighs> Emotional. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next week. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.